Blog Talk Radio. In order to be free, you have to know the truth. Pastor Lionel Gant seeks to use the truth of God's word to help stop the tide of violence and mass incarceration used to enslave people all across this nation. Now, the word of truth by Pastor Lionel Gant. I am looking for freedom, looking for freedom, and Glory to God, glory to God. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. And we're having a few difficulties, so we're going to be bringing people on the line. And I ask that you bear with us. Um, <clears throat> let us uh, let us pray. Glory to God. Glory to God. All right, we got uh, we got Minister Simmons on the line. Who else we got on the line? Hey, you got uh, Ibrahim Musa Saad, Cedric Sims. All right. Okay. Who, uh, who else we have on the line? Mona Solomon. Okay, Ms. Mona, we got you on the line, and we're waiting on uh, another person to call in. They should be calling in in a few minutes. All right, this is the whole Truth, Nothing But the Truth radio broadcast, and we're coming to you live right now from the city of Atlanta, where where we're looking at the you know the political uh, changes that are that are in the atmosphere and we're looking at you know some of the some of the social uh, things that are happening in Atlanta right now and uh, when I say you know these things that are happening in Atlanta it would be safe to say that it's happening across the nation. Um, Today I want to go ahead and let my uh, my uh, guests, you know, introduce themselves to tell a little bit about themselves, and uh, and then we'll get on. Of course, we're going to let ladies go first. So, uh, Sister Mona, tell us about yourself and uh, let us know who we are, who you are. Yes, yes. My name is Mona Solomon. I have uh, lived in three different countries growing up, and I live in Atlanta, Georgia myself now, so it has been quite a journey, and just being awareness for everything going on in the communities around us that provide for us and that uh, give us the life and the culture that we want, that we pray and hope for, and I um, have, have encountered in different ways from my science background to writing a novel to being aware and being educated with the just the community in itself. We are a village. We need to stick together. We need to stay strong. Thank you. All right. All right. My brother, tell us about yourself. Give oh, yes. Yeah. Well, I'm Ibrahim. I mean, how you doing, my brother, loud again? And uh, the other guest, Mona. Mona Thank you. A pleasure to be a part of your show today. Well, I'm Ibrahim Musa Saad. Um, I've been in uh, the, the civil rights movement, you know, by birth almost, but ever since I, ever since I was nine years old. And uh, I got a chance to see, I was born in 1951. I'll be 70 in about 28 days. Um, I got praise a chance to God. see. Praise <laughs> God. Praise God. And I've been blessed to see. And, uh, you know, I come from a, a segregated south right here in Atlanta, Georgia. 
My people right. come from Georgia all the way back to the 1700s. And I've seen segregation and degradation, you know, and I've seen how people have, over, instead of all that, succeeded and lived in spite of all that. A lot of people Amen. don't get that, right? We talk, we talk about those days. All we see is the degradation. We don't see how we did in spite of all that and how we overcome and steps degradation and how today, and I heard another person my age, 70 years old, she said, you know, it's getting to look like it did back when, back in the 60s. You know, <laughs> and, uh, well, 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 well that's what... Yeah. Well, that's that's what that, that's what uh, that's what what Sister Mona was saying to me earlier that uh, that instead of us going forward, it looked like we're we're going backwards. Hey, so let's let's let's, let's jump into the conversation. First thing I want to talk about is the mm-hmm. vaccine. Okay, uh, saying that a large number of black people are refusing to take the vaccine. But uh, Cedric, you you said you've taken the vaccine, you and your wife and. And yep. uh, you know, you're fine. There ain't nothing wrong with you, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. So we want to talk about that right quick. Should we take the vaccine? Should we not? That's the question you I'll know, put to uh, Mona. Well, I need to go first. Okay. Well, yeah, Mona, go ahead. Um, so I'm going to be very uh, neutral, if you will, because it is first and foremost a personal opinion, a personal choice, mm-hmm. as our health care and our bodies are. My background is healthcare, uh, Mona, and I, Mona, Mona, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to second that. I'm gonna have to second that with you because I feel the same way. Go ahead. Yes, and my background is healthcare, and my beginnings of, of work, of career started in medical research. Started specifically with vaccine research. Um, so it's interesting. So, um, so tell us about the vaccine, then. I mean, tell us. I mean, what, what's the, the what's vaccine, the, what's the thing? The vaccine is not a typical vaccine. It is not a dead actuated, actuated virus. Is a RNA molecule that tries to reckon, recognize and makes your RNA stronger to fight it off in the event that it is, it is attacked with you have the virus. For example, children under 18 are not recommended to get it. So this doesn't necessarily solve the problem, if you will, of COVID, because if all the adults get it, we can still be pastors to our children. I don't think mm-hmm. that was the intended outcome. And now there's a mad rush, not necessarily a rush, but that RNA was, a, was the rush. And now they're doing vaccine studies on the true attenuated dead vaccine. So then the children can get it because because the RNA is going to incorporate into their genome, it is going to change who they are, and they're growing. We don't want this. Well, as far as I'm concerned, I'm only 51, but I'm still growing too. I'm growing every day. So we can actually, you know, heal our bodies from other illnesses in the same manner. And, yes, the first people were supposed to be first responders and, secondly, elderly. Um, so, and not necessarily with a condition. So that makes sense but not truly how science is supposed to work and go through the process. Wow. Can I ask you a question, Mona? Yes, sir. Uh, just so people understand, I understand, but um, uh, what was that? You said it's not the, uh, the common virus, it's not actually generated. Uh, right. I'm not that wrong. What was that? So, so most vaccines are a dead you know, um, it's called a dead, pretty much non-virulent version of that virus. Right. They isolate it. They kill it off. That's not what the vaccine is. 
But the, the old vaccines, so, so this vaccine is different from the ones where they would take a flu vaccine, they would take a Correct. flu virus, and then Correct. they would uh, create a vaccine for it. Okay. And this, Correct. And this, this vaccine. Is, yeah, you can still be a carrier even though you got vaccinated. Mm-hmm. You're just going to, and you can still get sick. You're just going to have reduced response to those symptoms, so which is great because it is, you know, taking people's lives. But to say you won't or somebody else will be able to fight it off, no, not at all. You're supposed to, but that's the problem. That studies were not done even at this level. It is, mm-hmm. it is, um, you know. Again, that's why it's the personal choice. The bigger thing that should have been decimated was. Mm-hmm. the knowledge of it, because I think everybody, a lot of people assumed it was just like a vaccine and okay, we take flu shots, why not? Mm-hmm. So that that was the thing, the lack of information that came out, because now you see studies that are saying, okay, I'll pay you $1,000 for a COVID vaccine study. Well, why mm-hmm. are we doing a COVID vaccine study if we got one? Because it's not the COVID vaccine. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, let me ask you another question, right? Like you sure. said, this is the RNA. Now yeah. there was uh, there was some um, white people going around. Yeah. They were they uh, misread the uh, Seneca vaccine. They were misreading that. They read a couple of paragraphs, and they were talking about a study that was done in 1960 that yeah. was taken from the tissue cells of a 12-week uh, white male fetus. Yeah, and that was what 1960. So they said, therefore, if you take AstraZeneca. You are yeah. taking that tissue, that lung tissue, from that 12-week-old fetus of 1960. Is that true? It is true, but that that's really didn't apply to this situation. After some of the vaccine, that's not the same. Yeah, no, no, and it's not COVID. It's not even really COVID-related because mm-hmm. you would have to have – what they're trying to do is stem cell research is a big growing – Thing now, and that's why they went to that 12-week-old fetus mm-hmm. to try to think if they can't re- regenerate you stronger type. Well, it's not because again, but that was the 19, 1960. Correct. Oh, you're saying that it was coming to DNA, so they recombinated, yep. or kept regrowing this cell from that tissue sample back in 1960, or this a host of other cells involved in it. Yes, well, and here's well, the other well, thing. I'm going to have to cut you off right there because we want to talk about the vaccine, and the question is, did the people take the vaccine or, or, or should they not? Right. Well, well, for me, it was kind of like a no-brainer, right? Right. Um, I, looked at, I looked at the same thing that uh, uh, Mona, Ms. Mona Sullivan is talking about, and I actually researched the, uh, um, the, the different vaccines, and like she's saying, how they're made now, um, you know, whether y'all know it or not, some of the vaccines are actually made from simian uh, viruses, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, some of this vaccine are uh, uh, Moderna it, uh, and AstraZeneca, yeah. and the ones they use that come from simians and simian viruses. So, it, it's yeah. them taking the virus. Well, well Bill, I, I would tell you, I would tell you okay. up front, I, I don't take any of those vaccines. Now, while I was in the military, they pumped me full of vaccines every time I deployed somewhere. I would get 16, 14 shots and wouldn't even know what they were. So so I'm I'm totally against the vaccine. I don't believe in it. It hadn't been properly researched. And we know that this virus was designed and, and that, the, that the, the death is going to come in the vaccine. 
because the vaccine is designed to alter our DNA structure. Okay, so 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 my thing is to you all, vaccinate or don't vaccinate, Sister Mona. Well, I will be the first to say I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Um, this wasn't the traditional type of vaccine. So, you know, polio, you know, smallpox, you know, chickenpox, no. When we were growing up, I remember if you got chickenpox, your friends came over and everybody just wanted to get it, you know, out. But smallpox and, and polio, you know, yes, people died from it. Um, measles, mumps, rubella, none of them, none of them. Chickenpox, not. So I'm not an anti-vaxxer. When this came out, you know, I thought I might be open, but reading the science behind it, no. And by and first and foremost, I never take the flu shot. I had to when I worked at the hospital, and I got sicker than a dog. So I said, I'm not taking anymore. I'll just keep my body healthy and, you know, distance myself, keep away from people if they're sick. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, again, that's a personal thing. I understand the system is such that there's schools and there's a lot of kids, and so they want to, it's all a process. They all want to be vaccinated and cause that, create that immunity. But, you know, there's many people in the schools these days that are not vaccinated, and they're fine. Okay, so yeah. so, so let's talk about... Uh, uh, well, you're not going to ask me. From a healing. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about from a healing standpoint. From a healing standpoint, what are some of the things that our people can be doing uh, to to counter this virus? I mean, and I'm looking at just your diet alone. If you can, if you can eat the the right foods and do the right things, uh, you know, your body will defend itself against this virus. And uh, may, can, may I say? Yes, you go ahead, sir. Yes. Okay, let me let me uh, touch my pain a couple of things. Now, you know, I'm from those two. Ounce of prevention worth a pound of cure. You know what I mean? So it's simple things that we as black people can do to increase our vitamins and our uh, uh, antibody, uh, antibodies. And that's like being out in the sun. Like we had to do it anyway, being out in the sun. We get a certain vitamin from that. Uh, like you say, eating right, eating uh, healthier and uh, and a lot less, you know, um, you know, uh, uh, having a, uh, uh, um, you know, a source of, uh, of different meals and proteins on a consistent basis. That would help. Uh, you know, not doing a whole lot of stuff, not drinking and doing a whole lot of stuff, right? But, uh, uh, and also, wearing a mask and social distancing. I don't know where all this comes from about rights and what the problem with the mask is. Well, hell, people have been wearing masks for years. They were married, went married um, to slow down. You know, that's the best defense we got right now. You're talking about defense, is the uh, wearing a mask and social distancing and uh, being mindful of tearing germs of bacteria. Hell, they were told, I told you, that's like the common cold. You can slow down the common cold and not get the common cold from doing that, which is a rhinovirus, right? Uh, but at the same time right now, we're talking about this particular virus. This virus is not even, it's, un, it's, it's not even like the other viruses that we had before. Now, I, got, I, I took all the shots, you know, 1951. People, kids were dying and getting physically, uh, you know, from, from polio. You know, and polio was somehow people carry polio, so we had polio vaccine. Rubella mm-hmm. fever. Rubella fever fever so hot, you would lose your hearing, and you could lose your mm-hmm. life, right? Rubella mm-hmm. fever was a thing that people got shots about. The whooping cough. You could actually cough yourself to death and get blood mm-hmm. coming out your lungs whooping cough. So, yeah, you know, oh, I was oh, wrong oh, when oh, I was young. Well, well, well let, me, let me jump in here. Let me jump in here. This, yeah. this, particular, 
this particular virus was a, you know, I'm going to say it out on the radio that, you know, this was a biological weapon that was employed. This wasn't a regular virus that just came up, you know, uh, by act of nature. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. This, this was, this was man's hand in, in creating. Okay. And now we know the plot that they have uh, to, to wipe out nine out of 10 of us in order to, you know, focus in on this new world order. So, so all of this is, all of this is not, is not coincidental. All right. And I'll start with you, Ms. Mon. Um, again, I'm not going to get into, um, what do I believe? Because it is a very personal thing and I don't want to, um, I'm on the radio. I'll say it like that, but, um, it is not the normal form of of viruses. Um, and medicine, we are science. We are leaps and bounds beyond where vaccines and bacteria and viruses ever existed. This should not be a challenge for us, but our response was, and first and foremost, think about 1918, the Spanish flu, which was the last pandemic. Now, granted, science was different. Technology was different, but they didn't need a vaccine, whether they could get it or not. They just had to let it run its course. So, there's no coincidence that we're talking 100 years later that here we are again, but how it was handled was definitely different. Okay. But, you know, you know, this is what I like about this. Is what I like about, hold, hold, hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. <laughs> I, want, I want you to answer a particular question. Okay. All right. Looking, looking at the facts, okay, that they want to wipe out, that they want to wipe us out, Okay. And, and all these attempts, you know, you know, with these diseases, we've seen this before, okay, when they took those boys up there, and you, you know the story, okay, and, and how they treated them with syphilis and, uh, and, and, you know, basically, basically used them as guinea pigs. We know they want to wipe us out. So, so I wanted to get your opinion on that, you know, as far as this virus is concerned. Go ahead, sir. You're on. <laughs> okay, okay, me? Oh, um, yes. well, you know, you, you know, that's not the same thing. And uh, um, uh, uh, Mr. Sullivan brought up the pandemic, and uh, I had enough people live through that. You know, some of my family members lived through that pandemic and when they were about to uh, be. But anyway, what I want to say about that is that um, uh, people, a lot of people died from that. They didn't mention a lot because World War uh, One was going on and the soldiers oh, no. were dying. They had, they had hundreds of thousands of Millions of soldiers dying from not from bullets or, or the gas, mustard gas, but from the uh, diet. Then when it hit America, uh, communication and like it was today that you could pick up a TV, see yeah. something happening over in, in uh, California, LA, just like it happened right here next door to you. Now they didn't have that case, okay. but it was it was killing people everywhere. Now, but that was that, that was last pandemic. But now this this uh this concept of the media virus is that the thing with the thing with our uh, 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 warfare. Israel was trying to find a way to kill out the Palestinians and the Arabs by creating this virus. But they found out very quickly that 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 they were succumbing to it too because they have relationship to these Arabs. Yeah. You know, they have some yeah. of the same okay. 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 
So, so, okay, bro, let me bring, 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 bring. I'm real quick about this. Hold but on. It's saying hold, that hold. Uh, uh, them creating a virus just to kill one group of people because of because of, uh, of the, the traveling and and, and, the, and the movement of people in the last hundred years. If you if you try to if you try to separate one race. You still uh, kill everybody. It's still about limiting the population out of one species, one person, one race, but the entire human race to, to get it bro, down to a certain number. I believe that's going to be the case. Thank you. Bro, you got to hold your comment. Hold your comment. Hold your comment. I got somebody else on the line I want to introduce, and I was Go waiting ahead. on her to call in. Uh, so, Sister Latrice, can you please come in, identify yourself, tell us a little bit about yourself, and uh and then, and then uh, I'm going to ask you to jump in. We're at, we're talking about the we're talking about the vaccines. Okay. Should we take the vaccine or should we not take the vaccine? And uh, and so please introduce yourself. Okay, I'm Miss Latrice. Uh, I'm a mother of three, and I'm an inspiring um, act. Um, I want to aspire to be an advocacy, and um, also an art. A order, a okay. author. So, okay. Okay. So tell us what should we take the vaccine or should we not? Well, me personally, I'm not gonna take it because um, I I think they need to do more research on it. Um, they they did it too fast because when they first start talking about it, um, they were saying it's gonna take about five years to come out with a vaccine. And in uh-huh. my opinion, they came out with it too quick, and um, I don't think we—I don't think we should take it unless it's more research behind this vaccine. You know, it, okay. I—I I feel like it was too fast. Okay. Uh, okay. I—I I got another caller that's calling in. Hold on, just a okay. second. Okay. My sister, Anisha, are you there? I am. Good morning. Good morning. We're live. We're on the air, and uh, and and we have a few callers that's on, so I wanted you to introduce yourself real quick. And, and the question that we're asking is, should we take the vaccine or should we not? Go ahead. Hi. Good morning. Thank you for joining me. This is Anisha Perkins, and um, thank you for having me on the show today. I appreciate it. Um, I would like for you to please restate the question. Well, we were, we were talking about the vaccine, and when it comes to black America, should we take the vaccine or should we not? When we know that, you know, they've been constructing, uh, you know, these viruses and things aiming to wipe us out. And, and you know, with all the RNA factors affecting the DNA, uh, uh, my sister Mona was talking about that earlier, so she'll, she'll jump back in on that. But uh, that was the question that we was asking right now. And we're getting ready to go to another subject. Go ahead. Okay, thank you. Um, in my opinion, I, I say to each his own, everyone has different health issues, known and unknown. So with that being said, I think it's very, very important that you definitely have to check with your body, your your doctor, your nurse. Um, everyone is not able to take the shot because of that very reason, because of already pre-existing health issues uh-huh. that can make you worse, um, where you won't be available, you know, to 
uh, go to your next shot because the shots, from my understanding, they go and pair. So it's very important that you definitely have to get with your doctor um, and, and you know personally your own health. So if you can definitely not take it right now if you are sick or think you could be sick, um, again, we want you to be safe and healthy. Um, I definitely encourage anyone, if they're going to take the shot, make sure that your immune system is where it needs to be before you take that shot because you never know the outcome. So if you prepare your body prior to taking that shot, you have a better chance on surviving. Um, A lot of the times people um, who have taken that shot, they become very ill or they personally uh, possibly die. And so I say to that, um, to who it may, you know, is, decide to, to take the test, uh, make sure that your immune system, um, you take very good care of yourself prior to taking that test. Um, and again, if you have to um, not take the test, don't feel bad because you do have to make sure your body is intact and make sure that you, your body has the proper nutrition so you can survive that okay. shot. Okay. Was your okay. name, can I jump in for, with a question? Is it, yes, was please. it Alicia? Sorry. Alicia. Anissa. 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 Sorry, sorry. Um, my name is Mona. Um, I, I want to ask you a question to that, and I, and I agree with you in many ways. Um, what do you think about the long-term effects, even those people that are healthy, what do you think about long-term effects of this vaccine incorporating mm-hmm. into the RNA? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Again, um, going back to what I stated, you definitely have to decide, okay, whether you're going to take it or not, but everyone is supposed to take it over the next yeah. couple of years, honestly. Yeah. And so they're having to where you even have to have a card to say you've yes. And Yes. And so in that, um, it's going to be something that's mandatory, but you have to prepare your body as much as you can um, with nutrition, you know, for your immune system. I say build up and your immune system. what do you system. think about the concept alone about being mandatory and you have a card? Because they're even talking about inserting a chip into your body mm-hmm. to say you've been vaccinated right. to right. travel. What, what do you think of those? You don't think that's anything, you know, a little bit aggressive and overpowering of sorts? Because I understand even Bill Gates himself donated $100 million to this project. Oh, yeah. I thought he was a computer guy. You know, right. according to right? the word of God, we're looking at the mark of the beast, and we're looking at, right? we're going into those end time prophecies that were that were so right. long ago talked about. Mm-hmm. Well, I would like to ask, like ask Ms. Perkins a question. Yes, um, I would like to, if it's okay with you, um, I would like to answer the first question, and I can get back okay, to yes. your question, okay, sir, if that's okay. Go so going back to that, yes, um, I do believe that um, it, it's very important that you are spiritual in tune. God's going to lead you. Um, I do believe that that is different from the chip, from the mark of the beast. I do believe that the shots are mandatory. Yes, I, I don't agree with that. I think it is a violation against your human rights. Um, not uh, for that. However, they are mandatory. Um, I do believe that... Um, another form of the mark of the beast is coming yeah. and not a way that you think or imagine. You did, you did. And I, and I guess in this forum too, there's not a right or wrong. It, it really is a personal thing at this point, whether it's comfort level, 
you know, research, science, you know, and, and on and on and on. And we're going to see changes, as, as you mentioned. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm let, me, uh, uh, let me go into our second. I just want to ask, okay, two little quick questions, though. Excuse me, bro. Let me go into our second question, okay? And that's dealing with uh, – us as a nation of black people, and then we keep hearing about these viruses and these things that are targeting, you know, our DNA. We know that there's an attempt out there to wipe us out, okay? And uh, and there was a brother that came up, uh, Jay Johnson, uh, who was saying that we should arm ourselves uh, to defend ourselves because we're at war, because we're at war. And... Uh, and and I, I wanted to hear I wanted to hear you know y'all's perspective on that. Is it time for us to go to war? Is it time for us to pick up arms? How do we defend ourselves against you know against things like the virus? How do we defend ourselves against the racism and all the things that are going on? And I and I'll start off with with uh, Miss Leticia and uh, and, uh, and and bring in our other callers. Yes, and before we do that, it's okay. Everyone that has questions, if you can write them down so that way before the end of the call, we can all be able to answer these questions. All these questions are valid. Um, again, please um, definitely move forward. Okay. Leticia? Okay. Are you still on the line? Uh, who, did you, who did you say? Alicia? Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, I was like, come in. Did you say Anissa or Alicia? I'm sorry. Oh, Anissa. Said, yeah. Okay, okay. That's my. That's me. Okay. I thought there was someone <laughs> on the phone named Alicia, so I'm like, okay, I'll wait for her to come on. Okay, thank you. Okay, so yes, I definitely believe that you should, one should, whether male or female, family, uh, single, you definitely need to prepare to have some type of weapon to be able to defend yourself. Yes, you do need to get your license to be able to carry. Some states don't make you carry. Some states do. So I think you should definitely take every precaution to get those licenses and be able to prepare to uh, protect your family. Right. Okay. So so we have, from, from the standpoint, of, this is Mona, from the standpoint of we're talking about vaccines. We're talking about mandatory, not mandatory. We're talking about black. We're talking about white. We're also, whether it's the crimes as opposed to the laws, you know, as opposed to our laws, I know we need to defend our families, but the laws also need to be changed because now we're just buying into the NRA and making them multi-billion trillionaires buying guns. Is that well, really the answer always? Because the God above... You know, he didn't he didn't subscribe to that either. I understand defending your family. I'm just saying from a standpoint of I think we're getting way off if that's our last answer. We're in big no, trouble. We know that. Right. <laughs> no, yeah. Well it's not our last answer, but in, in the Bible when we talk about God, God does say to pretend your to protect yourself. Protect. Yes. And he did say obey the laws of the land. And that's yes. in the Bible as well. So in order to obey the laws of the land, you actually have to do it according to um the laws of the land. The laws of the land say sure. you have to get licensed. It did not sure. say for you to be ignorant. It did not say to, um, you know, not protect yourself, not protect your, your husband no. or your wife. No. It says to protect yourself. And doing that, it, with it, you, he or she 
or you for that matter, feels like, oh, it's buying to the RNA, but guess what? It's you against them. It's not going to be you, right? So you have to prepare yourself. You have to prepare your family. I don't think it is a black-white issue. I think everybody, every race across the board needs to prepare their family. Or I feel like it comes into a black-white, you know, Hispanic issue is where they are fighting against themselves. But when you are trying to protect your family, you're saying, hey, you know what, I don't want, you know, Blow Joe coming in here thinking he can still um, – my joy, my happiness, my peace, my take my family away. That's different. Um, again, you're there to protect your family. You're not there to, to um, do crossfires with the neighbor across the street, you know. You're just there to, to protect your family. And may God help everyone for that matter because it isn't a Bible to protect your wife, protect your husband, and your family. Okay. Anybody else have anything they want to say about that? As far as what time is it for us as a nation of people? Uh, I agree with um, what Miss Alicia said, that I think we all should protect our family, loved ones, and go do it the right way. Go get your license, you know, so everything can be squared away. Because if this thing is mandatory, then, and you guys are saying a chip is in it and all that, then ain't no telling what's going to be behind it if they're making everyone go get this vaccine. Okay, so what's to follow? You know, so I think on that. Come to interrupt you, but think on that. If they're going to make it mandatory, is it really that we need to get a gun to fight it off? Because if it's now a law, you can't do that. Whether you properly get your gun, it's not a law now. The law is you have to get vaccinated. No, it's your kids can't go to school. I'm not saying that it's a, you know, it has to be a law to fight it off. I'm saying that either way, you know, even before this, every I think everyone should took the necessary precautions to protect their family anyway before the COVID, sure. before sure. whatever else. You know, I just feel that that is a right that you know we as a people have to protect our loved ones and protect ourselves. But well, um, hold, hold on a minute, y'all. Our children are literally dying in the streets. Okay, we, we're we're looking at they can say it's from poverty or whatever. We're looking at the mass shootings. Our people are, are killing themselves. You know, when we're talking about black on black violence. Okay, okay, and now we see now we finding evidence of them. You know, tampering with with you know. Uh, with vaccines and and doing things, you know, that are targeting our DNA. I mean, where do we where do where do where do we stop and and, and take a stand? That how long do we allow, you know, our children to be literally dying in the streets of this country? And I and I and, and you all can just jump in and you know say whatever you want to say. Okay. Okay. Um, go ahead. I was going to say something. Go ahead. This is Anissa talking. No, no. Uh, go ahead. Identify yourself and uh, go ahead and make a statement. Okay. Again, this is Anissa Perkins. Um, regarding to, to what you just stated, I really do believe that um, it's, it's not a war within cultures right now. It's a war against the, the government. And like you said, um, how are you going to keep your family? 
We're talking about We're talking about literal genocide. If they're targeting, they're targeting a particular race of people. We're talking about you know, like back in the back in yeah. you know pre World War Two days when they when they did that to the Jews. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I agree with what you're saying as far as you know is right now it's targeted against um, African Americans, but in reality. Uh, this shot is not targeted against just African Americans. It's targeted well, for well, every no, just, race. No, I'm not talking about the vaccine. I'm not just talking about the vaccine, although that is one of them. But I'm just talking in general. I mean, is, is this a time for us to be taking up arms, as the as the guy uh, uh, Jay Jay Johnson uh, did with uh, you know when they actually took guns and marched on uh, different locations and things of that sort, you know, you're looking at a hundred black men out there with, with weapons, you know, is that a thousand black men and women? A thousand? Uh, it was a thousand? Okay. Yeah. But hey, let me, um, can I say something about Jay Johnson? Let me start talking about Jay Johnson, right? He's a, he's a, a one of my associates and I mentor him. Um, Jay, uh, what Jay was trying to do, he was following the Second Amendment Constitution. A lot of y'all, uh, a lot of people don't know that's why uh, that really pertains, pertains to militias and not individual citizens. So, in following that, to show people that we can protect ourselves under the Constitution, under the state, and also the local and state and city laws, he uh, following that uh, and following all the laws uh, saw that it was illegal to carry firearms in a march and a demonstration, a protest. Which has been done, which has been done thousands of times this year alone, by people of other persuasions, right? So that's what he wanted to demonstrate and show that you may have a gun, but we got our suit. It wasn't in, in necessary to uh, uh, to cause sedition, like them fools that ran across the United States Capitol, or to change the politics of the government of America. It was just getting America like black people have done ever since 1865 and 1870 is get them to live up to the Constitution of the United States that applies to all citizens. As uh, as Booker T. Washington said in his speech in Atlanta in 1895, oh, brother, you know me, we should all be equal under the law. So that's what that was about. Okay, hold, hold it, brother. Let's let them, let's let the people chime in on it. Okay, yeah. uh, I'll go back to Miss Leticia, and then we'll go to Miss Alicia, then we'll come on down to Miss Mona. Go ahead, Leticia. Um, I there's a lot that I want to say, so I'll I'll definitely let everyone go before me, and then I'll definitely uh, move forward and and say what I need to say. But please uh, go go who's next? Anissa. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I was saying there's a lot that I wanted to say, so I'm going to go ahead and let the next couple people oh. speak, and then I can uh, chime in at the end. Okay. Okay. Okay, well, with, with Jay, I'll be in with Jay, <laughs> my brother, my brother again. Listen, you know, like I, like we, I was telling you earlier, we were talking earlier about, you know, this almost looking like the cities again, and that doesn't mean that white privilege to you guys today means that somebody takes advantage of their race in order to get something that you don't have or that you're not, uh, that you're unable to have, right? But white privilege back then means that that every white man was better than any black person, irregardless of their social, economic, or educational status, right? It was only due to the fact that the colored skin proved that they were supposed to be superior to you. And that's where it was, and that's what brought a precipitated violence. They committed upon us because we had the audacity to say, no, this applies to all of us, right? 
And uh, that's what that's what we see, and a lot of us see of my age and some other people see happening today. That it's not it's not if you uh, should have a gun, but it, yeah, you should have a gun. And and just like uh, when the cars came out, it's like Smith and Wesson ain't the only one can make guns. You know, black people can make guns. All you do be a blacksmith. And hell, anybody from my age, they can make a pop a gun or or, or a defensive weapon like an arrow or whatever, uh, or whatever. And uh, and back in the day, right, when they made cars, the black man had his own car company, right, right before Ford, during the time of Ford. But you never hear about okay. stuff like that. <laughs> okay. Let me move on. I was raised up in segregated South where yeah, they told us we couldn't have something here in Atlanta. They said we couldn't stay at a five-star motel. We had several of our own. They said we couldn't come to a white hospital. We had five white. We had five black hospitals. It's, and and, and, okay. and just in good condition. They said we couldn't okay. go to a movie theater. We had our own movie theater. So okay. all, huh. all this, all this, and so yeah. Uh, let me I go to my let me go to my next call because uh, you know yeah, you get not. Well, you, you can you let me finish because I'm not that long. You listen to the finish of but but the sense is, is, is the whole idea. Excuse me, excuse me, bro. You you are getting off and you you're going too long. Okay, all right. Let me bring in let me bring in Miss Leticia so she can make her make her comment on uh on what we were talking about. Are you still there? Okay, all right, all right, Miss Miss Anisha, can you go ahead and make your statement? Did you say you're going? Alicia. Yes, I'm thank here. You. Thank you for. Go ahead. No, no, wait. I'll just, I'll just correct it. Okay, thank you. Yes. Um, okay, so yes, back in the day, um, going back to the the early 30s, 40s, even 50s, very racist. And yes, it is still racist now. But at the same time, two wrongs don't make a right. So, in order for man or woman to move forward, one must always remember: Hey, my goal is to deliver my purpose on this earth, first and foremost, then we must look at the laws of the land so that way you're not in trouble. They get you by breaking the law. If you don't break the law, right, there's nothing that's going to put you in that commitment. No, may may I I finish? May I finish? Go ahead. ahead. I'll I'll just say yes. Go ahead. Okay. So with that being said, if you don't break the law, you're not put into that category, that group. You see what I'm saying? Of being belligerent or, or being, you know, not able to um, work with everyone. You see what I'm saying? But if you obey the laws of land, you do everything that you're supposed to. I'm not saying don't march. I'm not saying, you know, um, you know, and to each his own on that. Um, but what I'm actually telling you is that you have to work with purpose. Um, every move is, must be powerful. It must be uh, something that's going to get you where you need to go. Um, don't, do not make a move that's going to make you four or five steps backward. Don't put yourself in jail trying to fight for something that may not ever change. Okay? Wow. 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 So I want wow. everyone to understand wow. that racism wow. is going to be here. It's always been here. It might be better now than it was before, but racism is never going to change. So don't put yourself in predicament to get locked up, lose what you have, lose your family for fighting for something. Yes, I've agreed to fight for something you believe in, but don't fight for that. That's never going to change. What can change is that you become 
a successful business owner for you to be able to graduate, get your home and house if you want it, um, get everything that they told you you couldn't. That's how you beat the system. You make all the powerful moves that you can. Make all the money that you possibly can and be successful. Okay. Yes, you, you can fight with, you know, and, and be supportive, but that's how you fight. You don't fight. Uh, no, 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 no. You're absolutely wrong, okay. sister. You, you would be, right. We would be, we would have still be right. Excuse, excuse me, bro. Excuse me, bro. And all I said, Wait a minute. If, 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 if uh, we did what you said, we broke the law. Excuse me, bro. Excuse me. We broke the law when we decided to sit uh, on, uh, uh, not sit in the back of the bus and move, uh, like you go to the park thing. We bro, bro, you've been when, very, when you've been we very. Downtown, you have a job downtown at a good job. Oh that was breaking the law. When you right. look at the house, are you, you, you being very, you being very rude right? You're being very rude right now, and I think you need to, you need to stop, bro. It's something that you can change because the law is the will of the people. Right, Mr. Grant, I don't think he, I think he's so caught up in what he's saying. I don't. What I'm trying to say is, I think that he's so caught up. Emotionally, what he's saying, he's not able to emotionally. hear anything. Emotionally, oh, physically, I'm yeah, I'm emotionally, sorry. physically. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, man, I'll see you later, man, because she don't know me. You know, she's talking about okay. emotionally involved. Okay, well, well, we're we're not asking you to drop off the line. We're asking you to let somebody else talk, bro. I mean, you're going on and on, and and uh, it's it's not it's just not a good look. Okay, uh, uh. Ms. Latrice, I, I wanted to give you an opportunity to come in and say something. If okay. You're still... um, well, yeah, I, I agree with both both of their sides. Um, we can fight as far as being successful, um, rising above, having our own business. You know, um, I agree with that side, and I also agree with yeah, his but, side. But, but, our, but our children, I mean, they're still shooting us down. In the street, I you mean. See, that's, that's what I was getting to. I was. I agree with his side also <clears throat> that you know we need to take the necessary precautions to protect our family and everything. But also, like she said, let's do it in the right way. You know, don't get out. We can protest for what is right, but don't get out here and just get locked up for something stupid. You know. Are you talking about the riots? Are you talking about busting up and burning up our own communities? Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, like, we can get out and protest for um, what is right as far as, you know, our rights and, and what we, you know, feel is right. But as far as this being locked up, just, I guess, going off basically like he was, going off of emotions, you know, I I don't agree with that. But as far as, you know, protesting and doing it the right way and, you know, and on the other end, having successful business, I agree with both sides, but it's a way to go about doing both sides. You know, it's a way to go about doing it in a peaceful and, and um, calm manner where you keep yourself out of trouble and safe for your family's sake and also... You can rise above by being successful, as far as she said. So, okay, uh, Mona, are you still are you still there? I am still here. I was just listening to it all. Okay, um, go ahead. First and foremost, um, yes, I agree with it all, and to me, that's just the normal, natural way of life. 
there's proper ways to do things. There's the legal ways to do things. There's the smart ways to do things. There's the empowered ways to do this. If it means being educated, getting good jobs, supporting your family, of course. Our, our communities have changed with all these other outside things. They're, they've always been around, from gangs to just crimes to violence. Does that mean we fight fire with fire? No. Protect yourself? Sure. How you want to do that is, is your choice also. I'm going to choose the power of God first and foremost, and everything else will follow appropriately. I do think uh, I, we got off topic because this started with the COVID vaccine. And first and foremost, um, they're not making it mandatory. So there's no reason for us to arm ourselves and fight. If they make it mandatory, it's going to be a law that no matter what you want to arm yourself with, it doesn't matter. It's now a law, just like all the vaccines for kids to go to school. When you and I, I don't know everybody's age, but I'm 51. And when you and I were coming up, or when I was coming up anyway, I mean, there was maybe 12 to 14 shots. You know there's now 46 before a child can go to school. I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but why did we need all of those? Again, these are billion-dollar, trillion-dollar businesses behind the scenes that are all making money. How it affects different, different cultures, races, you know, it's true. I was in medical research. I saw it. I actually used to do the tissue typing for different races. So mm-hmm. they have, the pharmaceutical companies have the patterns um, for the DNAs and RNAs of what runs in different races. They have it. So to say they're doing this, they're not doing that, well, you know, it's interesting. The science is there, and guess what? The profit is there too, however they have to do it. Because every time you go get a vaccine, whichever one it is, it costs the insurance company or they pay to the doctor over $200 each time. I remember my son got a vaccine one time, and it was a flu shot. It was a bad, bad, bad H1N1. You must get it. You must get it. I was against it, but I said, okay, this one's bad. We'll get it. Do you know I got a note in the mail, a letter in the mail um, about 10 days later, and said, oh, we shot blanks, bring them back. Hmm. My question to them was, why are you shooting blanks? And by the way, I'm calling the AMA because you should not get that charge that you would have charged back for the vaccine. And I did, and Hmm. it was done. Yeah, but I didn't go back and get the vaccine. Because I thought, why are you shooting? So the ones I have to for school, I'll do. But, you know, we, we have to also be more empowered mentally, emotionally, and educated to know what our rights are and what we can and can't stand against. We don't have to get certain vaccines. Some we do. And, and that, again, is a very personal choice based on your health conditions, based on your situation, based on some people don't have insurance. So think about it. If they can't get the vaccine or our vaccine, should they not be allowed to go to school because of it? No. That's where our laws have twisted all this for the benefit of the big business. And that's where I think we need to be empowered is to have that mind. We're getting down to our last minute. So so I wanted to to, uh, say if anybody had any Closing remarks or anything they wanted to put out, uh, uh, they could go ahead and do that at this time. Um, this is Anissa Perkins, and I wanted to say the, the last speaker that was talking, uh, I'm sorry, what is your name? Mona Solomon. 
Mona, I think you, you, you nailed it. I think everything you said was very powerful, um, and that's the mind frame that we definitely need to have. I think that was said everything that I wanted to say just to, in a nutshell. So I, I think that um, it was it was perfectly uh, said. Thank you, and okay. I appreciate you. You're welcome. Okay, Latrice, you have any final remarks? Um. I do agree with um, the last speaker. No, it's okay. <laughs> Mona, that's your name. Yes, Mona. ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And yeah, you said everything like it was supposed to be said. We need to get ourselves educated more. Yeah, about, definitely. About, yes, that's that's the main. That's thing. the power. Ed- that's the power. Right, right it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So we we need more of that education. Well, well, yeah. well how, yeah, okay, let, let's get practical. How do we do that? Do we have a, we invite the family over? We, I mean, do we, we sit the table? We sit everybody down? We talk to them? How how do we go about, how do we go about protecting our family? By all means necessary. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, by all means yes. necessary. With, you know, sometimes people can all get together because they're sick or not, but there's there's so many technology uh, ways that you could do. You can email, you can text, you can call. There's so many ways that you can get this this knowledge, this this power um, across to your families because again, knowledge is power. Power is knowledge. So uh, definitely use every capacity, um, you know, possibly. Yes. And not in a paradigm, but I am going to use it and steal it. Michelle Obama, when they go low, we go higher. We have to remember yeah. that. And even even when something gets you know a little bit emotional and heated, and even fearful like it does and has and can, we don't need to fly off. And I don't right. mean anything to the gentleman that did. I mean, again, it's not we have to keep empowered and not get emotional and not get, you know, afraid because that's the number one strategy, if you will, is to instill fear, which is exactly what they've done with the COVID vaccine. Everybody's afraid. Yes, they, but they stay are. stay empowered. Yes, stay educated. Read up. And in this day and age in the social media, we have access to everything. First and foremost, Lionel, to you and, and to everybody, how do we do it? We've got to get these, this information out, whether it's websites, podcasting, reading, talking, talk to our neighbors. We are a village. If you know something, pass it on. You know, I mean, it, it is just we are stronger in numbers. And that's mm-hmm. really what we have to do. We are a community, and we have to remember that. That is what gosh, we were founded on. So we've got to, you know, um, get back to that because that's part of the empowerment. If I know something, I'm going to share it because guess what? It makes you smarter too. It makes you more ready. So, and that's, I mean, I've had a lot of different experiences, good, bad, crazy, all kinds, um, personally, education-wise. I've lived in three different countries. Um, Gosh, I can't even count the states. But um, in the U.S., but again, it's just a matter of share it, share it. When somebody else is re- sharing the same thing, reach out, touch them, reach out, right. yeah, support them, yeah. Okay, well, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast, and and you know, I, I want to end this on a note, you know, as as per the word of God, where we are right now. You know, and I, I would say that, you know, I've been saying for a, a whole year I preached on one on one subject, and that was Genesis uh, chapter 15, verses 13 and 14, 
where 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 God told Abram, "Know for a surety that your descendants are going to go into captivity, or they're going to be mistreated for four hundred years in a strange land, a land that you don't know." And uh, but God said, "But after that four hundred years, He was going to come back, and He was going to deliver His people." And uh, we're seeing that happening right before our eyes as we're living in Bible prophecy right now today. And I want to, you know, quickly, we only got about uh, five minutes left, so I want each of you quickly to deal with that, where where, where we stand as a nation with God. Uh, and I'll start with, uh, with Latrice, and then we'll go to Anisha, then Mona, then we'll come on out. Well, as we, as we stand as a nation with God, I feel more of our people need to, Get closer to him. Acknowledge, um, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Because that's the main problem that's going on today in this world. All these killings, and they just need to get closer with God. Get more knowledgeable. Um, education, all the education that they can get. But the main thing that I always stress on is get more closer with God and His Word, because okay. this. What's going on today is is a mess. Hey, we're down to ninety seconds, uh, Miss yeah. Anisha. Can you go ahead? Yes. Okay. Yes, I do agree with the last speaker. Uh, get closer to God, but a lot of times people get closer. They um, they get close, but they don't know um, what to do next. And again, our goal is to pray. Prayer changes everything. So if you stand in prayer, um, all the prayer warriors uh, prepare to continue to stand in the gap for everyone. Um, it's, it's about praying, not only getting close to God, but making sure those prayers reach Him. Okay, we're down to sixty seconds. So, Miss Mona, can you go ahead and uh, end us out? And, uh, and I agree. I absolutely agree. God is one. If you're going to worry, don't pray, and if you're going to pray, don't worry. Because right. first and foremost, we are all in this together. So we got to help each other, lift each other, support, motivate, and inspire one another. All in the name of God's word. Okay, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast, and we're down to our last second. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this broadcast. We ask this word go forth in truth and in power. And we give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise. In the name of Yahshua, your Son, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. And thank Amen. God. All right, I, I thank you, thank ladies, you for coming on. And I thank everyone for joining in on this broadcast today. Peace and blessings. Okay, thank Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Stay safe.